Welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. My name is Cat, and yes, I am another 20 something year old who thinks podcasting is a good idea. We're all navigating this insane life together, and I want to be able to share my experience with you as well as have conversations with others in hopes to create a space of positivity, learning, and growing together. I also want to use this as an opportunity to hold myself accountable for the things that I'm doing. I feel like your 20s are such a time of change and so many things are going on at the same time. So I actually want to stick to the things that I want to do and I want to report back to you and let you know how they're going. So if that all sounds good, grab a cup of whatever makes you feel good and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cup of Cat podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Kat and we are on episode 18. I hope you're having an absolutely beautiful, beautiful day so far and a lovely start to your year. A lot of people have gone back to work this week. A lot of schools are going back and hopefully it's not too much of a shock to the nervous system. (laughs) On today's episode, I wanted to get into some of the lessons that I'd learned throughout 2023. Now, I'm not just sitting here and thinking about things that I've learned every single day. (laughs) This has sort of come after the break and just having a look back at the year and reflecting on the things that I've done, some of the experiences that I've had, and realizing that I have actually learned some stuff. Some of these things I have learned this year, some of these things I have been learning over the years and kind of came to a conclusion this year through my experiences. So I wanted to share that with you. Maybe you've learned the same things. Maybe you can relate to some of these things. I don't know, maybe I'm super late to the party and I should have realized these things a very long time ago. A lot of these things do have to do with my interactions with the world and how I deal with people, I suppose. And one of the biggest ones for me was learning that if they wanted to, they will. And that seems like a very cliche thing. And I feel like it's something that we all kind of know and we can all kind of apply to our lives. But I am an overthinker. And sometimes I just need to remind myself that not everyone out there is overthinking or has some other motives behind their actions and that I just need to take others' actions at complete face value because that's the only information that I have. Making up scenarios and coming to conclusions is just exhausting me and there's absolutely no point in wasting my own energy in doing those things and so even though I know that if they wanted to, they will, I've started to really implement that into my life and started taking everything for what is presented to me. And that has also made me a lot more deliberate with my actions in realizing that if I wanted to, I would. So I need to stop overthinking these things and just do something if that's what I want to do. And In that, I recognize that in others as well. Being deliberate in my actions showed me what I actually want my life to look like rather than what I think I want my life to look like, which has led me to watch my behavior more closely. You know, a lot of people say that excuses are lies that we tell ourselves to not do the thing or to avoid something. But then I think, why am I avoiding it? 
there's two reasons why I'm avoiding doing something. It's either because it's a very big, scary thing and I'm procrastinating on that thing, which is very likely. And that is something that I've been working through and working through that fear and doing the thing I want to do. Or it's actually something that I don't want to do. And I actually need to let go of that idea or that expectation because it doesn't align with what I want. Once I've identified that I'm putting something off because I don't actually want to do that thing, I can then use that energy I've wasted on feeling guilty about not doing that thing and actually use it for something that brings me joy. Now, this doesn't apply to things like work or things that I need to do to survive, but more towards things like trying new hobbies or experiences. And I think that this is something that social media can be blamed for. (laughs) Like climbing a mountain and staring death in the face while climbing on chain ladders up a pretty mountain in your area, then you aren't actually living. But at the end of the day, it's not really something that I want to be doing. And so I need to stop feeling guilty for not doing the thing. And I think that also just, you know, it comes down to me realizing, you know, what I actually want to be doing versus what I think I want to be doing. Another thing that I have been trying to learn for a while and kind of came to the conclusion this year is that I need to stop taking things so personally. And I think that also comes with taking things for their face value. But I think I've made quite a lot of progress with it this year. I realize obviously people are very complicated. And in my lesson of trying to understand that people do what they do and to accept things at face value. I also learned to not look so deeply into things and just to let things go. You know, that snarky email someone sent you has nothing to do with you and it's got to do with how that person's day is going or that weird interaction you had with someone in traffic has got nothing to do with you. And even if you did do something dumb or silly, that person's reaction is completely on them. So I recognize that within myself and I also realize that my reactions have nothing to do with anyone else, but rather something that I have the opportunity to look at and go, hmm, that's an interesting reaction. I wonder where that comes from, which has led me to explore things like what triggers me and try work on those things. Sometimes we don't even realize that we've been driven by trauma or triggers that are leading us to do certain behaviors and realizing that has helped me recognize that in others and just to not take things so personally (laughs) just move on from a situation and if you know there is something to be spoken about or something to be worked through then that can be done but sometimes it's just got nothing to do with us and we just need to let it go Another thing that I kind of realized this year and something I think I've been struggling with for a very long time but didn't realize I was, was that I have issues with object permanence and I know that that's like an ADHD thing and I'm certainly not self-diagnosing here but I can definitely recognize that pattern within myself and basically, you know, if something is not in front of you, you kind of forget about it and that kind of goes with tasks that you need to do or people (laughs) in your life if you're not around them often you're not thinking of them they're not front of mind they kind of just leave your mind so in recognizing that pattern I've learned that if I want to do something I need to schedule it into my calendar 
Do I have some big organized planner that plans out my entire life? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I do have a notes app on my phone or my computer. It pops up in the mornings, especially the one that's on my computer. It'll pop up when I boot up my computer and I can see the things, the notes that I've left for myself and go, oh yes, I have to send that email. Or, oh yeah, I need to reply to that message or phone that car guy, talk to the bank, whatever. It was a very small change, but a very useful one. As I've mentioned in the past, very big changes are very difficult for me to stick to and just suddenly deciding that I'm going to be a journal girl and organize my entire life in one go. I just know for a fact that that isn't going to work for me. I'm going to fall off the wagon. And so really low effort, just a little note somewhere that's visible to me really does help me remember things and it helps me to stay more consistent in my actions. And that also made me realize that if something is important enough to me, I need to make a larger effort to remember that thing. And in learning that skill, I realized that other people can do the same thing. And if they aren't, then they maybe don't really want to do that. And that kind of ties back into my first lesson that I learned was if they wanted to, they would. Because I realized that if I can make the effort into remembering to do stuff in my own life and, you know, for others or something that's important to me not to forget that thing, then, you know, other people can do that as well. <laughs> One of the very big ones that I learned this year was to listen to my body more. I spoke in the last episode about being a master at compartmentalizing things and that really gets me out of touch with my body and therefore it gets me out of touch with my emotions. But going to the gym has really taught me to feel within myself again and that comes with having a set routine. So the gym was a major factor in my life last year and that came with adjusting my diet to match that and obviously I have to fit that into my schedule throughout my day so it's kind of made my day a little bit more organized so that I can fit work in and gym and all the other things that I want to do without it throwing off my schedule. And I did start going about two years ago at the end of 2021 and I focused on just getting in the habit of going no matter how I felt about it and building that habit and the resilience that took me then to the end of 2022 and I felt more comfortable that that was part of my lifestyle and then made changes to my diet to match that. But I did that because I felt like I didn't have enough energy throughout the day to sustain me. So I got into contact with Ivan, who I've had on the show before, and he created a meal plan and a workout routine that accompanied that. And it made a world of difference. And I really solidified the connection of energy in equals energy out for me. Now, I know that that's not the case for everybody, and I know that, you know, mental health plays a huge, huge, huge role in energy levels throughout the day. This is specifically my experience. So once I had sort of a good routine down and a good base level of things that made me feel good, I could then measure on quite an accurate scale, what was going on with me. So if I felt not so good, but low energy, I can go back and sort of look at my habits. Am I eating right? Have I had enough water? Am I taking my supplements? Am I consistently working out? 
okay, then maybe I'm coming down with the flu. Maybe I should take it easy this week. Okay, I'll be back on track next week. If I go through that whole list and realize I've not been eating right, I can adjust that. If I've not had enough water, I can adjust that. And I basically had a full list of physical factors that I could measure and make changes to or monitor on how I was doing, which really got me in touch with how I was feeling. And that helped me stay grounded within myself. When looking back at the year and seeing where my consistent habits were taking me, there was a period in July where my energy kind of just dropped off the face of the earth and I really couldn't understand why. Because I was hitting all my targets from a physical aspect. The gym was consistent, eating was consistent, vitamins were consistent, water was good, everything, all of my habits were being tracked and I was upkeeping them pretty well. And so I thought, okay, maybe it's winter. I need to up my vitamins a little bit. Okay, maybe I should change up my gym routine to focus more on creating energy. And I kind of just pushed myself until I hit a brick wall. And I couldn't understand why I was feeling so low energy. And I realized then that July is actually the anniversary of my father's passing. And my body was experiencing trauma and that was draining me and it was draining everything from me. That's when I knew I needed to take a break. And that helped me immensely, which ultimately taught me about why breaks are important to get back in touch with my emotional side again, which led me to appreciating this break that I've just come off now and why it's so important to recalibrate and reassess where I am and ultimately give me an opportunity to see where I need to go. But that kind of was like a big indicator to me of how much your mental state can affect your physical energy levels as well, even if you're doing absolutely everything right. Sometimes it's got to do with the emotional side of things, and I need to check in on that sometimes and make sure that I'm keeping up with my self-care internally as well as externally. And perhaps one day I'll get into my gym routine, my schedule, how I've gone about it. I'm really not a fitness guru. <laughs> I've never been someone to stick to consistent exercise before, but for whatever reason, this time it kind of stuck. And I think it's because I took it really slow. And so maybe I'll do an episode on that in the future if that is something that you want to hear from me. Let me know. <laughs> okay, lastly, one of the big lessons that I learned this year, and this came from starting the podcast, was that my life is worth talking about. <laughs> and it sounds a bit silly, but for the longest time, I thought that no one actually really cared about my internal dialogue or what I do or what my thoughts about things were. And there were a lot of scenarios that played into that narrative, which led me to believe that. And so that stopped me from doing so many things, including starting this podcast. But after I started releasing episodes and seeing how many of you are actually listening, I was blown away. The fact that almost 300 of you have elected of your own sound mind to download and listen to this podcast, to listen to me clearly told me that that narrative that I was running was a complete lie. 
the reality is I spend hours online watching people's lives, watching videos, watching short form content. And I enjoy consuming content about other people's lives because it's a way for me to gain perspective and to learn about new things or just simply for entertainment. So why, for the love of all good things out there, did I think that I was not worthy of sharing my own story in my own life? And as mundane as I think that it might be, perhaps to someone else it's not. I'm not forcing anyone to listen to me. I'm not coming to your house and holding a pair of headphones up to your ears and saying, listen to me or else. And I was nervous that maybe somebody who knew me would listen and they would make fun of me. But if someone didn't like me, why would they spend 20 minutes of their life listening to me talk? I mean, <laughs> if they're not talking to me in any other capacity, then why would they go out of their way to listen to me speaking for 20 minutes or however long the podcast is? <laughs> if they don't care, then they won't listen and there's nothing for me to worry about. So if you're listening to this right now and you've made it all the way here, and I say this all the time, but I sincerely mean it, thank you. I appreciate you and I love you. If you want to get in touch, I have mentioned this before, but I started an Instagram page for the podcast, the Cup of Cat podcast. There really isn't much on there, but I'm thinking of maybe doing audio bites for the podcast just so that there's something there for anyone who comes across it to listen to, not really to drive anyone to come and listen to the podcast because I really am loving how organically this is growing at the moment but it's more of just a place that if you do want to get in touch and you do want to say hello you more than welcome to <laughs> I would be so over the moon if you wanted to have a chat so if you do which is you know completely not obligated to do it but if you do want to get in touch it's cup of cats underscore podcast anyway Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Maybe you've learned something. Maybe you're sitting there going, uh, duh, this is like the most obvious thing in the whole world. How have you not realized these things by now? I kind of understood them. They've just really sunk in this year, I think. <laughs> so thank you. I hope you have an absolutely incredible rest of your day and I will chat to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and listen to what I have to say and listen to my podcast. I really appreciate that. I love you so very, very much. If you liked what you listened to, please give me a five-star rating or a thumbs up on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please consider subscribing or following again on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. 